have some fun on a Wednesday. Did you miss me? I missed you. Did you miss me? Because I missed you. Gosh, it is so good to be back. And it's not my fault. I wasn't here yesterday. Chris, don't give me that look. I have important important matters to discuss, Chris. As a world-famous author, you wouldn't understand so much of what I was doing. But I will explain where I was in the book and the delays and everything. I'll get to that in 10, 20, 30 minutes. I don't know. I haven't planned anything out yet. I'm just so excited to be here. We're going to talk about Letitia James going after the Trump family. Uh, Not such great news out of the Fed today. Stochastic terrorism. We have yet another um, dead person on the right, courtesy of American communists. We have America's corporations shooting themselves in the foot. Apparently, people are dying of an irregular heartbeat a lot. And Orthodox Jews in New York are mad that they weren't invited to the hate crime summit. Why weren't they invited? All that, emails, so much more coming up tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show. I'll be honest with you. I enjoy doing my show so freaking much. And I love talking to you about this stuff so much that I was okay Friday. You know I wasn't here on Friday. Monday, by the time Monday got there, I started to have the itch. I woke up and I thought, man, I, I need to I need to do it. I need to go do my show. And then the flight delays happened, which kept me here from Tuesday. I swear, I woke up this morning, I had the shakes. And I had to calm myself down before the show. I had like no afternoon caffeine tonight. I was like, you got to dial it down. You got to dial it down. <laughs> so if it's too much, I'm sorry. Let us begin at the beginning with probably the biggest thing that's happening But it's not the biggest thing that's happening for reasons you've heard a lot. What is the biggest thing today? Well, probably the Fed rate hike. But beyond that, way beyond that, the biggest thing. New York Attorney General Letitia James, she announced, well, I'll let her make the announcement. The complaint demonstrates that Donald Trump falsely inflated his net worth by billions of dollars to unjustly enrich himself. And to cheat this system, thereby cheating all of us. He did this with the help of the other defendants, his children. Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, and Eric Trump. And former Trump Organization CFO Alan Weisselberg and Trump Organization controller Jeffrey McConney. Mr. Trump and the Trump Organization repeatedly and persistently manipulated the value of assets. Let's have a talk. And let's have a talk way beyond. Remember, we always need to go beyond the news of the day. Oh, here's a headline. Here's my response to it. Here's a headline. Here's my response to it. That sucks. What does that do, anybody? No, thanks. Let's actually talk about what's happening in the country. And it's so much bigger than Trump. So much bigger than Letitia James, New York. It's bigger than America. Here's what's happening right now. What's happening is they are, yes, they're attempting to destroy Donald Trump. And we're going to get into the specifics of that in a second. And we're going to get into the why in a second. But remember, it's not just about Trump. It's not. There are bigger things at work than Trump. Now, let's focus on Trump just for a moment. 
Okay, what, ha- what, what, what have we seen recently? Remember, we had a Mar-a-Lago raid. You already know that. Remember, that wasn't New York. That was the feds. That was the FBI. The feds are currently trying to indict Trump. Then we have the New York portion of it. This is a civil lawsuit, $250 million, civil lawsuit. Now, what's going on here? What's going on is this. This is an attempt to not only completely destroy Donald Trump, destroy him criminally. They're going to try to arrest him. They're going to arrest him. I'll get to that in a second. And then try to destroy him financially. But it's also about sending a message. Throughout history, mankind has always understood, always understood the importance of sending a message. Who's one of the most famous fighters out there? Who's one of the most famous people for atrocities out there? Vlad the Impaler. You remember that? We've talked about that historic, that, that story before. Uh, I'm not going to get into the details. I don't have time for it. Just stay with me for a second. Just stay with me for a second. Vlad the Impaler, he ran a kingdom called Wallachia. And they were, they were constantly getting harassed by the Ottomans back and forth. But at some point in time, Vlad's kingdom of Wallachia was being invaded and Vlad was fighting them. What did Vlad do? Vlad took every enemy he could find and he impaled them all. You know what impalement is? I know we have kids listening. I'm going to be as gentle as humanly possible. Here's what impalement is. They take a long pole. It is not sharp at the end. That's not true. They don't want you to die right away. They take a very long pole. They make a <clears throat> incision in the area between your legs. They will grease up the pole. Again, it's dull at the end, not sharp. They will then stand you up on the pole where you will slowly descend down the pole. It is a slow, horrendous, agonizing way to die. And that's not even the best part of it for the people doing it. The best part of it is they leave you there like some kind of light post as a monument to whatever. Vlad the Impaler made a field of bodies. Picture an empty field. They thought they were looking at a forest at first, and they walked into basically a forest of impaled bodies. Why would you do such a thing? Just because you're a sick freak? No, because you're trying to send a message. It's not just that they're trying to destroy Trump, although they're absolutely trying to do it. They're trying to avoid the next guy that comes along, which brings us to Letitia James playing a critical role in all of this. The feds are going to arrest Donald Trump. I'll get to the why in a second. But you can't only rely on an indictment. Donald Trump has a bunch of lawyers, probably good ones. Donald Trump might win, especially because I guarantee the feds don't have anything. You know why I know the feds don't have anything? Because we don't know what they have. If they had anything concrete by now, the FBI would have leaked it to CNN about 35 seconds after they got done with the Mar-a-Lago raid. Instead, we have a bunch of vague stuff and pictures of folders that say classified on the floor. They don't have anything. So maybe Trump gets off. Maybe maybe he gets off scot-free. And after they arrest him, maybe he's acquitted. Well, they're not going to stop. That's not going to, it's not going to back them off. They have to go forward now all the way 
and complete the destruction of Donald Trump. Who has been warning you right here? Who has been warning you over and over and over and over and over again to pay attention to New York as much as you're paying attention to the feds? New York, as you know, probably the most corrupt state. I mean, people might say New Jersey, Louisiana, but it's probably probably New York. They've been corrupt for a very long time. I have something in my throat. <laughs> anyway, New York, they have a power structure in place, a power structure in place where they have ownership of every level. They're going to use that power structure. New York is going to try to destroy Trump financially, not just because of the feds, in addition to the feds. But let's, let's, let's get away from New York for a second, because I've been warning you, if you listen to this show, you woke up today and saw that Letitia James press conference, and you weren't surprised in the least. I've been warning you this is coming for a very long time. Let's talk about the feds and why they're going to arrest Donald Trump. They're going to arrest him. They're going to not only arrest him, they're going to arrest him on camera. I'm going to tell you why and tell you why it's much bigger than him in just a moment. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show back live and in the chair after far too long of a hiatus writing a world famous book. But I'm back. That What, Chris? It's going to be world famous. But I'm back. And <clears throat> at the end of that last segment, I got something caught in my throat. And I got to be honest, it was a nut. What happens? I, I violated a cardinal rule. I'll get back to the Letitia James feds Trump thing here in a second. I violated a rule of mine. I ate nuts before I got on the air. I'm a huge nut fan. Love nuts. And... Cashews, as everyone knows, are the superior nut. Now, what, Chris? Cashews are the superior nut. Almonds. Okay, Chris. You probably drink almond milk. That's so lame. Anyway, it's cashews, no matter what Chris says. Cashews are the superior nut. And one of the greatest things about cashews is this. They get caught in your teeth, and then all day long, little... Little pieces of cashew will come right out of your teeth, and then you're like, whoa, little midday snack there. Ooh, I'll have another little. Yes, I will have another little cashew. But so, yeah, that's what happens, Chris. But then I don't eat nuts when I go on the air because they'll come out when I'm yelling. If I get mad and I'll start yelling about something or I get excited about something, they'll come out and then they'll <coughs> get caught in my throat. And so there I am, live on the air, talking to the entirety of the United States of America with a nut in my throat. <laughs> and you can't do that. So back to what we were just talking about here. Trump, Letitia James. Set aside Letitia James for a moment. The feds are going to arrest Donald Trump. This is going to take me a little bit to get through, so just stay with me. I say that and people get mad. I'm not trying to make you mad. I'm trying to get you ready for what's coming and I'm trying to make you understand why. Okay, so they had been planning on this raid. Remember what we know about the raid. They'd been planning on the raid for a while. They raided him. It was obviously a big fishing expedition. I don't know. We'll never know whether they honestly expected to find some high crime or misdemeanor. But 
we do know, we know by now that they didn't find anything that bad for Trump. Nothing. They just didn't. Because if, if they had, you would have known what it is. You have all these people out there now acting like they know what they found. You don't have anything but media leaks in media guesses. Oh, it's nuclear codes. Remember, it was the nuclear codes for about 24 hours, and then that didn't fly. And they're like, well, classified, the national security. No one knows. Well, why don't you think you know? Is it because the, the men and women at the FBI just have too much integrity to leak it to the media? The DOJ, they're just, hey, well, we, it wouldn't be right to leak they would have leaked it in a half a second if they had something concrete. So instead, they've just been dripping it out to the public. But here's the problem. And this is a problem not just for Trump. So take heart in this. Not just for Trump. This is a big problem for them. You ever heard that saying, you got a tiger by the ears? You got a wolf by the ears, depending on where you go. But it's the same saying. And you can picture that thing. And the saying goes, you got a tiger by the ears. You can't hang on forever, but you can't let it go either. If you're the Department of Justice and you send 30 FBI agents in to raid Donald Trump's home, the moment the moment those agents raided his home, they left themselves no choice but to arrest him. You can't send 30 agents into Donald Trump's home and then turn around a month later and come to the American people and say, ah, Guys, you know what? Ugh. Didn't find a thing. Sorry about that. Sorry, Donald. We were just, we can't find. One, you can't tell that to the American people. They lose their minds. Two, if you told that to their rabid, violent base, the communist base that makes up the Democratic Party in this country, the, honestly, they might commit acts of violence against the DOJ. You have told them for, for six years now that the, Donald Trump is the Antichrist. And then he's going down. And then you finally raided them with the FBI. You don't get to now go to them and say, hey, guys, oh, <clears throat> sorry about that. We, we were wrong. It's not even an option. They're going to arrest Donald Trump because they have to arrest Donald Trump. They have no choice. But politically, you better have something not convoluted and complicated. You better have something black and white you can hold up to the American people and say, there, you see that piece of paper? That is the reason we arrested Donald Trump. They don't have it. We know they don't have it because they would have told us already. Now, that's the Trump portion. Let's do what we always do. Let's step away from Letitia James. Let's step away from New York. Let's step away from the DOJ. And let's talk about what's really going on. Because I hear this a lot. I hear it a lot now. And we need to correct our way of thinking. I hear a lot. Oh, Jesse, I like Trump, but I'm done with him. I'm ready for heavy D. There'll be less drama. Jesse, there'll be less drama. Hey, Jesse, there's too much baggage with Trump. There's less drama. There'll be less drama. Look, I don't care if you prefer Trump. I don't care if you prefer Heavy D. I've made my stance well known. I want them both to get in and have a big old fist fight and earn my vote. Go prove to me you're better. That's fine. But if you're picking Heavy D over Trump because you believe there will be, quote, less drama then you don't understand what's happening right now in the country. 
What's happening is not a result of Donald Trump. What's happening is a result of a now entirely rotted and corrupt system. Remember, it's not a pendulum swing. Forget about who controls Congress or the presidency. Set that side, set that out of your mind. That doesn't matter. The administrative state, corporations, entertainment, colleges, every part of the system. It's only growing more and more wretched and corrupt and rotted every single day. So as a result of that, as a result of that, there will inevitably arise system disruptors, as has happened all throughout history when a government just totally loses its way, when a society totally loses its way. There are so many people out there like you, like me, we hate it, we want change, and so you go looking, and inevitably there will be a man who rises to challenge that system, to challenge the corruption and the rot. And this is not always a defense of the man who rises. Oftentimes they're terrible too, but there is always somebody who rises and the corrupt, rotted system destroys that man. But here's what you need to get. It escalates from there. If you were to snap your fingers tomorrow and make Donald Trump and, and all the Trump world, if you were to make all that disappear tomorrow, you wouldn't have solved a single thing if you wanted to heal divisions or dial down the drama. Remember, the system itself, it only grows more and more corrupt every day. And the system disruptors as a result, because they'll destroy them as they pop up the same way they're destroying Trump now, from Letitia James to the DOJ, the system disruptors as they rise up and get squashed by the system, as they get crushed by the system, then a new one always rises, and the new guy who rises is always bolder and harder than the last guy. What we're in now is an inevitable rise. And I'll finish my thought on that, and then I'll finally explain where I was and Fed rate hikes and everything else. Hang on a second. I mean, I want to pursue this thing about the cruise ships. Is that really a possibility that you might be able to do that? We're looking at that. That was something that the previous administrations, um, Bloomberg administration, of my understanding, they looked at that during a surge. And so we're looking at that as a temporary measure. <laughs> these people, that was New York Mayor Eric Adams. These people really do not like illegal immigrants. Is there some ships we can put them on or something? <laughs> All right, back. Let me let me finish my thought because I have so much I need to get to. I'm even going to rant on a Tom Clancy book tonight. As I, you know what? I'm going to tie right into that here in just a You know what? This is a perfect time because I told you I was going to finish my thought on, on how everything's ramping up. The system and how rotted and corrupt it is and how no matter what happens, it only grows and gets more rotted and corrupt. And as a result... There will be system disruptors, guys like Trump, who come up and the system comes and smashes them. But you can't, no matter, the system will smash them and they all make the same mistake. They think if we just smash this guy, if we just get rid of Trump, that'll take care of the problem. Trump is a result of tens of millions of Americans who feel slighted and who hate, this guy, who hate how corrupt everything is. So another one will just rise. Let's say the next one is Heavy D, right? Because he's the he's the he's the the new thing right now. Let's say it's Heavy D. Let's say he's great. They will, in about five seconds, portray Heavy D as being worse than Donald Trump. The New York Times is already getting in on this. He's got harder edges, and eventually they'll smash him too. 
but then another one will rise after him, and then another one after him. If you think about politics only by the names, ah, it's Ron DeSantis, it's Donald Trump, it's Joe Biden, it's Nancy Pelosi. If you only think about names and personalities and think it's about them, then you totally miss what's going on. What's going on is we have a ravenous, totally corrupted system that will now try to stuff and crush all challengers. That's what you're seeing. That's why you woke up today to a Letitia James press conference. That's why the DOJ is going to arrest Donald Trump on camera. And don't again, don't think this stops with Trump. Maybe he doesn't run. Maybe they arrest him. Maybe he runs and loses. Okay, I'm not rooting for any of that, but let's say all that happens. He's gone. They're going to crush Heavy D, too. You know that... You know that they're going to impeach the next Republican president probably four or five times, right? You understand that? Oh, they impeached Trump twice. Trump was the beginning. Trump was the appetizer. It gets worse and worse from here. This is why I've been warning that if we don't do something to stop this now, to protect ourselves against this now, you're going to see a dictator rise on the right. Now they claim everyone's a, oh, it's a fascist and a dictator and a no, they're not, but I promise you're going to get one. You are that is the inevitable response. Societies seek a balance as the system becomes more rotted and corrupt and ravenous, then the right will choose somebody more ravenous and harder edged every time. Who that guy is, I don't know. I don't know who it's going to be, but it's coming. If we can't be more forward-thinking, if we can't put away the pom-poms for this guy or that guy and be more forward-thinking, then it's inevitable. You want to know how bad it is? I was in the airport yesterday. I'll tell you where I was here in a second. I'll, I'll explain the delays and everything, but I was in the airport yesterday. As you know, I got delayed. I was supposed to be back here entertaining the masses yesterday, Chris. <laughs> but instead, I was stuck in an airport. Didn't have anything to read. I'm like an idiot. I forgot to bring a book along. So I thought, oh, I'll stop in the airport. Look for something to read. It, it was this lame bookstore. The, they're remaking LaGuardia Airport. Anyway, the bookstore had like 10 books for sale. They all sucked. It was all crap. And then I saw a Tom Clancy book. Now, I know Tom Clancy's dead. Okay, so there's just someone else writing in his name. So I picked up the Tom Clancy book. Just stay with me. I'm going somewhere with this. And decided I would read the back of it. You want to talk about a rotted, corrupted system that is only getting worse and worse by the day? You want to know what the new Tom Clancy book was about? I took a picture of it so I could read it for you on the air. This is the back of the Tom Clancy book. This is what the book is about. They are known as the Black Order, self-proclaimed patriots and survivalists. They refuse to surrender their values and beliefs to the left-leaning cultural and progressive forces threatening their nation. Military veterans and high-tech specialists, they've begun a savage war that includes public assassinations of politicians and celebrities and high-profile bombings striking without warning or mercy. The Black Order wants nothing less than a complete capitulation by the U.S. government, giving them free reign to make their ideologies the law of the land. Only Op Center's Black Wasp, a skilled team of military operatives answerable to the president, can defeat these militant revolutionaries. But even as Admiral Chase, so on and so forth. Even the new spy novels now, what are they about? 
This disgusting rise of right-wing extremism and domestic terror. These people were about to bring America down and assassinate politicians. And of course, those sacred celebrities. Only a secret group of military guys working for the president who were willing to go out and assassinate American citizens. Only they can save the country. That's why, that's why you have to think about things more broadly than just the latest politician of the day. Oh, it's Letitia James. It's Donald Trump. It's Joe Biden. It's Heavy D. It's Kathy Hochul. It's Nancy Pelosi. It's AOC. If you only think about the individual personalities, you miss what's happening out there right now. There's a reason I call it the system. It's so much bigger than the presidency, the Congress, education, media, It's everything, every single cultural pillar on which our society rests has now been taken over by the same rotted, filthy communist ideology. And now they all work together hand in hand for the same purpose at all times to reward themselves and their friends and crush their enemies. You remember this? We must do everything in our power to end hate fuel domestic uh, terrorism. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Now we have what we call domestic violent extremism or domestic terrorism. But it's not just them. It's the news media. You're a domestic terrorist. It's the newest Tom Clancy book. They now make movies and Netflix specials about these violent right-wingers. They may rise at any minute to end our democracy. If you only think about politics in a way that relates to one guy, you're going to miss it. And I'm not being insulting. I'm not being insulting. Well, I should say, I'm not being insulting if you're sitting there in your Trump hat. That's fine. Wear your Trump hat. That's good. There's camaraderie there. Support Trump. Fine. That's good. I'm not insulting that. It is human nature. It's human nature to try to focus on one man, one man, one enemy. There's one bad guy in the movie, and there's one good guy who will take him down. There's Maximus in Gladiator, and then there's Commodus who he's fighting. If you only think about it that way, you will not understand the volume we're facing, the volume of evil we are facing. You won't understand how bad it is. We must think more broadly. We must. Now, I have a bunch more I need to get to. I'll explain where I was here in just a moment. We're going to get to this Fed rate hike and what that means. And we're going to get to real political violence. You see that teen just got killed? Run down by some scumbag communist in North Dakota? Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Gosh, it's so good to be back. Remember, you can email me. You can email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions, because Friday's coming now. I mean, we're practically there. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. How corrupt is it? I'll get to the, the where I was and everything in a second. How corrupt is this system we're dealing with? Well, 
I'm going to play you a little something, something you probably haven't heard before. This is an advertisement for New York Presbyterian Hospital. I've been into fashion since I can remember. But one day, I had a stomach ache so bad, I didn't want to do anything. The team at New York Presbyterian said it was actually my heart. It was severely swollen. Something called myocarditis. But doctors gave me medicines and used machines to control my heartbeat. They saved me. So now I can become the next great fashion designer. Child myocarditis is now such a problem that New York Presbyterian Hospital is running infomercials on it. That is so weird because, I mean, I'm not old. I guess I'm not ancient. I'm certainly getting old, but I'm 41. I don't remember ever in my life, ever, hearing a myocarditis ad for children. And now out of the blue, they're just going to run this ad they're going to not, this will be common, by the way. You'll see a lot of this now. And they're going to act like they had nothing to do with this at all. As they pushed it on you and pushed it on you and pushed it on you. And you can't eat here and you can't go to school here and you can't do this. Take this, take this, get your booster. Take this, take this, take this, get your booster. They're now going to just run child myocarditis ads without a second thought. What kind of evil are we dealing with here? It's really bad. It's really bad. All right. I'll explain where I was in a second. Before I explain where I was, let's talk about this real quick. Let's talk about giving back. Giving back. Uh, as we go into hard times, and I'm going to start in about 10 minutes from now, I'm going to talk about this Fed rate hike from today and where that's going. And I'm going to talk about this teen who was killed in North Dakota, and I'm going to get into all that. But as we go into what looks like it's going to be some pretty pretty rough economic times, it's easy to only focus on yourself in your own personal situation. I can't afford this. I can't do this. I can't do that. It has always helped me to give back in those times, even if it's only a little, because when you're hurting, how much can you give back, right? But if I've had a crappy day, it makes me feel good to give a homeless guy a five. It does. Well, I'm not asking you to give a homeless guy anything. I'm asking you to give $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers. Because if you're hurting, think about the widow whose husband never came home from Afghanistan with two children. Think what it's like for her right now. What do you think she does in the grocery store? Tunnel to Towers is out there helping these widows and orphans. They ask you for 11 bucks a month. That's what they ask. Go to T. The number two, T.org, 11 bucks a month to take care of widows and orphans. T2T.org. Now, I do owe you an explanation because I should have been here yesterday. I realize everyone isn't caught up on everything, although if the hate mail, actually it was hate slash love mail, is to be believed, uh, everyone was very, very aware that I wasn't here yesterday. I got this email. Jesse... Congratulations on your book deal. You must be so proud to be in the com- in company with the likes of Hillary Clinton, Andrew Cuomo, Bill Barr, Stacey Abrams, and all the loser politicians who've written books to cash in. What's next? Selling your artwork? <laughs> then he says, sorry to rag on you, but the opportunity presented itself and I couldn't resist. You've become like a buddy I got to give crap to. Stay humble. 
says I can say uh, his name's Randy. And then I got this one. Dear Jesse, why do you screw around with commercial carriers? Just hire a private jet. You're a big shot now. Okay, so here's for for the people who aren't aware of where I was. Oh, I know, Chris, it's pricey. Believe me, I know. Well, I, I don't know. I've never done it, but it, I'm sure it is. Friday. I warned you this was coming. Friday. I flew. I'm going to get so much. I shouldn't even say this to you because I know because even though I'm super nice, you're really mean to me. I know I'm going to get so much crap about this. Uh, My business partner, he has a home in Nantucket. I've never been to Nantucket. I'll be frank with you. I didn't have any idea where Nantucket was. I flew up with my co-author to go to my business partner's home in Nantucket and finish the book. The book was basically done. It needed all these edits and rewrites, and I had different rants I wanted to go on in the book, and I'm not telling you what it's about. You're going to have to wait on that for a little bit. I'm not allowed to yet, but we went up to his home in Nantucket. Now, it was really cool. Uh, There are lots of rich people there. It's a really cool place. Uh, It was very, very expensive. I will tell you that. Very, very expensive. Chris, you would never go. You just would never go. Because it's an island, they have to ship everything there, so everything there is more expensive. There's an added cost. Anyway, so I was supposed to be up there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then fly back Monday. All was going fine. All was going fine. I get on a plane in Nantucket on Monday, and I'm supposed to fly back. I'm flying Delta. I'm supposed to fly from Nantucket to New York and then New York down to Houston. Get on a plane in Nantucket and it's all good. It's all good. They got some tiny little airport there, but it's nice. Get on the plane, sit down, go out to the runway. We're not leaving. Now, this is not a major airport. There's It's our plane and a bunch of private jets that the fancy rich people fly. We're just not going anywhere. And we sit there for a half hour. 40, I'm not saying the normal 10 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes. Finally, the pilot comes on and says, hey, they shut down LaGuardia, the New York airport we were going to. They shut down LaGuardia. There's bad storm that came through. It's shut down right now, so we're just going to sit here. And so you hear the collective groan from everyone on the plane. Everyone's like, ah, oh, yeah. And the stewardesses are coming through. Hey, you want a beer? Okay, no big deal. It doesn't do any good to yell and scream and make everyone else miserable. So I just laughed and whatever. I'd sit there for a while. But then we wait there another 45 minutes. So now it's an hour and a half on a tiny little plane in Nantucket. And the pilot finally comes on and says, I'm sorry, they're not telling us anything. We're going to go back to the terminal to wait. I don't know what to do. We can't leave you on the plane. And I'm sitting there looking at my watch. I have one hour as a connecting flight in New York. I have one hour in between my connecting flight. And I'm thinking I'm in serious trouble, but I might be okay because clearly my connecting flight isn't leaving if they shut down the airport. They take us back to to the airport, to the Nantucket airport. We get off. We're off for five minutes. And they come back in and say, all right, we got to get back on. We're ready to go. We're all excited. All right, let's go. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to make my connection. I'm going to make my show tomorrow. We go get on the plane. Get on the plane. We taxi back out to the runway. Plane shuts down again that comes on the intercom and says, hey, uh, sorry, they just shut down LaGuardia again. You can't take off. Now people are starting to lose their tempers right about this time. This was Monday evening, 5, 6 o'clock Monday evening. I get a notification on my phone that Delta 
had already canceled my connecting flight for me and rebooked me on a flight that took off the next afternoon, yesterday afternoon. And that was the gut punch. I was okay with the sitting there. That sucks and things like that. But when you get an official text, an official notification that you're not going to make your show the next day, not going to lie, that one stung a little bit. That one stung a lot. So that's where I was. I was busy being a world-famous author. Chris, you wouldn't understand what it's like being an author in Nantucket. I'll tell you what my dad said to me. He's so mean. (laughs) All right, we're going to talk about what the feds did, and I'll tell you what my dad said about the book thing. Hang on. This may be one of the best videos that CNN has ever produced. They just punked themselves. Joining us now is someone who is very familiar with the process of suing Donald Trump. Now, you may have heard that Trump is being sued by the New York Attorney General for fraud. You asked yourself, well, what kind of fraud could it be? Jim, please explain. Overvaluing his Mar-a-Lago estate by 10 times, which he then used to gain loans from public companies that are owned by shareholders, right? I mean, he deceived them. to Ah, Deceived is a strong word, Jim. Let's slow your roll, buddy. Okay, go on. What is the pattern of how he runs his business in this way? And what's wrong with that? Great question, Jim. Adam, what's your answer? I represent banks. Banks do not care what Donald Trump thinks his properties are worth. Say what? Banks do not care what Donald Trump thinks his properties are worth. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. Go ahead. Now, Donald Trump doesn't get to pick his own appraisers in these cases. Who picks them? The banks. Oops. That's inconvenient. Continue, Adam. The the banks pick their appraiser. Donald Trump doesn't agree with the evaluation, and he picks his own, and then they go back and forth. Okay, I got that point, but isn't the argument that Trump is using is that the property's worth more because his name's on it, because he's a celebrity? What What he had was a brand perception, as is referred to in his lawsuit. And how much is a brand perception worth? And Donald Trump's view was, because of my brand perception, because I'm so famous, my properties are worth more. Yeah. It's another Russia, Russia, Russia thing. It's falling apart. Continue, Adam. So that's going to be a hard case to prove fraud when he says, it's an opinion. I have an opinion that my properties are worth more because I'm so famous. Punked.